Welcome back, everybody. Let's start our conversation today by discussing what makes us happy. Happiness could be walking on the beach, spending time with friends and family, traveling, attending a sporting event, meeting colleagues at a conference, or going out to your favorite restaurant. Now let's discuss the opposite of happy, the dreaded S-word, stress. Stress is part of our everyday lives, and it can come from so many sources. Some stress results from daily frustrations of life, including our jobs. Others from unexpected challenges, such as a, let's say, a global pandemic. The thing is, stress isn't always bad. It can motivate us into action. And even in those situations that might initially seem like a negative kind of stress, You have the power to turn it into something positive. During a global pandemic, you could redo your business plan, write a book, learn to play the guitar, or take an online photography class instead of worrying about something you have no control over. With this perspective, stress can have a value in your life if you deal with it in the right way. I have found that having an improviser's mindset can help you take on the stress that comes from your job, family, and just the day-to-day, today-to-day responsibilities of life. Communication. Some of the greatest comedies revolve around communication, or the lack thereof. With classics like Birdcage, Caddyshack, and Airplane, these movies are full of comedic sequences based on confusion. This confusion turns into the frustration that the characters feel and express, causing us to laugh as an audience. Why? Because we know better. And it's funny when you're not the one experiencing it. The problem is confusion and the lack of communication exists in our lives and our work every day. Adapting to the new normal of Zoom meetings, virtual learnings, and a large remote workforce adds to the confusion. And when we're the ones experiencing it, it's not really that funny, is it? Paying attention to improving our communication skills can reduce our stress and the stress of others. When people feel disrespected or discounted, stress intensifies. When they feel unheard, they shut down or respond with cynicism, distrust, or anger, and the situation becomes exponentially worse. Communication extends to having a good microphone, a strong internet connection, and remember to unmute yourself when speaking. Effective communication validates and motivates. Awareness. Being aware of your environment can help you control your involvement in whatever the situation you are in. When you assess your surroundings, those around you, the actual location, yourself, your team, etc., that awareness will help you develop the confidence to overcome the stress. Another way of looking at awareness is to examine how well-developed is your emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is defined in the Oxford languages as the capacity to be aware of, control, and express one's emotions, and to handle interpersonal relationships judiciously and empathetically. Be self-aware of our emotions, socially aware of those around us, and having the ability to manage our emotions helps build relationships and ease our level of stress. Awareness is the bridge between communication and adaptability. 
Awareness goes hand in hand with being a better listener and communicator, which results in adapting to the situation quicker and more effectively. Do you know what else can help you become more aware and stress-free? Being prepared. Well, being as prepared as you can be in any given situation. The more you understand the environment and variables in the environment you may be going into or are frequently in, the more comfortable you'll be on focusing on what is happening at that moment. Without preparation, you're more concerned about your anxieties, including not being prepared. You can't foresee the unexpected, but you can be ready for it with preparation and the confidence it brings, allowing you to be more aware of the changing dynamics. Adaptability. Adaptability is a huge part of improv. It is improv. Many things in our life can be stressful, but we can go with the flow. Adapting is simply the ability to readjust as you experience things, whether that readjusts your sales pitch or the time in the morning you give a presentation or having to work primarily from home during a global pandemic. No matter the situation, it takes flexibility and confidence to address change head on. And let's face it, things are always changing. Things rarely go as planned. There's a game I give audiences in my seminars to exercise adaptability. I begin by asking three volunteers to sit in the front and face the audience. Together, these people are Dr. Know-it-all. And I'll say, Dr. Know-it-all can answer any question, but Dr. Know-it-all answers it one word at a time. To demonstrate, I'll ask Dr. Nordahl, why is the sky blue? I'll turn to the first person, then the next, and then the next, each providing a word as they attempt to construct a sentence to answer the question. Inevitably, each volunteer has formed some plan or agenda in their mind for what they want to answer. However, when the player before them doesn't say something that fits their agenda, they get frustrated and have to scramble for a response. That's what happens in life. We come up with scripts or ideas before the person has even finished or started. Why? We don't want to look dumb. And yet, we don't respond appropriately with our scripted responses because we're not really paying attention to the person and therefore unable to adapt based on what was said. When you start to focus, you can adapt and reduce your stress at the same time. Attitude. There's a vast difference between I'll do the best I can and this is going to fail. If you adopt a better attitude, one that doesn't broadcast defeat, you might find that you are doing pretty well. This is the same thing in doing improv. No matter your stress source, your success to overcoming depends on your ability to perceive things positive. You either can see your situation as a challenge and make the most of it, or you can succumb to it and let the stress win. One of the more significant ways to achieve the kind of attitude that will yield success is learning to shift your perspective from yes, but to yes, and. Let me explain. But is a conjunction used to introduce something contrasting with what has already been mentioned. And is a conjunction used to connect words 
of the same part of speech, clauses, or sentences that are to be taken jointly. One stops a thought in its tracks and introduces something else. The other connects an additional idea to be considered jointly. It's eye-opening to think about how often we use the phrase, yes, but. And the dramatic effect that happens when you replace but for and. And continues the conversation, gives hope and a room for new perspectives. Even if you don't ultimately agree on what is being proposed, you're at least allowing for the possibility of something happening. Thereby showing respect and support for your associate. It works when talking with your inner critic as well. Doing this small yet significant shift in language promotes positive attitudes from all and encourages an atmosphere of acceptance and possibilities, not rejection and defeat. As a result, the workplace culture thrives. Calm and chaos. Don't panic. If you ever hear someone say that, it's almost a trigger to go ahead and start panicking. You don't have to, though. It certainly won't help you. When you're staring chaos in the face, you must refuse. When you're staring chaos in the face, and some of you might be reflecting on Maxwell Smart of Get Smart, but that's not the chaos I'm talking about. When you're staring chaos in the face, you must refuse to tell yourself that you can't do it, overcome it, face it. The fact is you can and awareness, adaptability, communication, and all the improvisational techniques help you operate clearly without panicking. You'll always know you can figure your way out. A big part of staying calm in chaotic moments is learning to manage your inner critic. We're all familiar with it. The voice that tells you you're not that good enough, not smart enough, that you shouldn't be here. What can you do? You have to change the lines and start programming your brain to use yes and instead of yes but. When you do, you develop confidence. You tell yourself, I can do this. And the more times you repeat it, the more you will believe it. Here are a few examples of how to incorporate this line of thinking. Yes, I know I'll make mistakes and they will not hamper me. Yes, I will not be perfect and that means I can only get better. Humor. So many workplaces seem devoid of humor. I often ask my audiences, when was the last time your coworkers burst into laughter and it wasn't at your expense? The answer depends on your culture and your colleagues. A regular dose of laughter, however, reduces stress and is desirable. A Forbes article by Jacqueline Smith validates the importance of humor. A Robert Half International Survey, for instance, found that 91% of executives believe a sense of humor is important for career advancement, while 84% feel that people with a good sense of humor do a better job. Another study by Bell Leadership Institute found that leaders' two most desirable traits were a strong work ethic and a good sense of humor. A regular dose of laughter reduces stress. It is the best medicine. It loosens us up and bolsters our immune system. Stress, on the other hand, can get us sick, cause productivity to plummet. So start laughing and get your coworkers to chuckle as well. 
Whether your stress in life results from a physical condition, a family member, or workplace demands, so much of your success in overcoming these challenges depends on your ability to perceive things positive. Either you win or you let the stress win. I choose to beat it. I choose to beat stress with improvisation. If you want to learn more about how you and your team can manage your stress better during these uncertain times, please contact me at peter at petermargaritas.com. Like what you just heard, visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.